0: Welcome to the Business Thrupple podcast, where we talk about what it takes to build a global business. I'm Al. I'm Jasmine Sheree. And I'm Jamie. Welcome to the podcast. All right. So today's conversation is the mindset and action of what it takes to grow a global successful business. I think, (laughs) I personally think that it's business critical and it's critical to the success and the life force and uh, the impact that your business can have is the mindset of, you know, the founder's mindset of the entrepreneur's mindset of the team. I think this is going to be a really important conversation that we have today. What do you guys think is the first piece around mindset? I, I believe, like,
1: I think the first step into entrepreneurship is people really do start to feel that within their soul. And they're like, there's this natural calling of, I see, which is the common denominator, step one is like I want to be more, I want to do something with my life and I think that's one step, you know, is just that action of thinking I actually want to be an entrepreneur.
2: You have to be someone that believes in possibility to start even becoming an entrepreneur. Like you have to already have that inside of you, that you believe you can be greater than what you already are.
1: Beautiful, baby. I think that is that, that, is that indicator of, you know, they may look at somebody that's created that four-minute mile and somebody's created a successful business. Yeah. And they're like, I believe in that possibility for myself. So I think that's that's step one within the mindset is actually believing that you can. And I, then
2: step two is building on that belief continuously. Like there's a second part of that is continually growing that self-belief. So it's ever expanding and getting bigger and bigger and bigger because as you get bigger within the business and as your business grows, so does your mindset has to keep expanding as well to keep on taking on the challenges of the business. Yeah,
1: there's always another fucking ceiling. I think that's what I love about entrepreneurship and I bang on about this. It is the best personal development program that you will ever sign up for because to grow a company or to grow a business, you've got to grow hard and fast and you've got to be changing your mindset to change your action. So nearly every other day you're hitting your glass ceiling and the mindset of the entrepreneur and the business owner or the successful one is knowing that's just another
0: mountain to climb. And I think the birth birthplace of that, I remember, uh, I, I know we've talked a little bit about this in previous episodes, but when I was in corporate land and I was putting my hand up for opportunities and I wanted this project and I wanted that project and I was, you know, uh, in this particular role and people were like, no, you can't do that. No, you can't. I knew so fiercely inside of me that I was here for so much more yes. Yes. and and I needed the guidance to be able to transition from employee to entrepreneur but it's like that self-belief is like it's almost like a spiritual experience this thing that's burning inside of you is like that's
1: the exact what I was thinking like business isn't
0: it is not is a spiritual experience I think it I actually think um, it is the ultimate rite of passage. Yeah, I can completely but, but
2: back you up with that feeling too because I remember when I was stuck in my job too, I would always sit there at work going, there has to be a better way.
0: Find a better way. There
2: has to be a better way than turning up to a job to make money.
1: How many motherfuckers though sit in the head for years and years and years going there has to be a better way and then like don't have the balls to actually take that leap? And I think taking that leap, that's the biggest step And but it's constantly every day taking that leap into next
0: but here's the thing, I know you just said that, you know, having the balls to be able to do it, the step before having the balls to do it, it takes fucking courage, right? Yeah. But the step before that is actually knowing it's possible. Yeah. Mm. And the reason why I say that is there was a, a a lady from my corporate days, she actually reached out to me about a year ago. Uh, she reached out to me via LinkedIn and uh, she said, I, I remember you uh, facilitating this workshop and you, you I like, I, I haven't th- – stopped thinking about you and that day and that workshop since. And I thought I'd, you know, have the courage to reach out to you. Anyways, I jumped on a Zoom call with her and I was just sharing with her about what I've created in my business and all the things. And she's just looking at me. She's an economist for a major resources company. So she's quite an intelligent human being, but I remember very specifically on, on the call, she goes, I actually thought people like you didn't exist. She's like I've heard of people having that laptop lifestyle. I don't personally have a laptop lifestyle. I've got a farm. So <laughs> <laughs> my laptop's always at home. Uh but it, people think it's some made up mysterious phenomenon when and so they get caught up in their corporate roles and 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 they live their lives and they're like I know I'm here for so much more. And then she was like, "Wow, actually I just didn't know." That that was actually real and that it was possible. I'm like, yo, sister! Like,
2: people don't know what they don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and then once you kind of get that taste of, it, or you see what's available, you you actually start hanging around people of, um, you know, who have different mindsets and and you know, problem solving abilities. Like, we get so caught up in the red tape and the processes and all the things. It's like, no, like, let's burn everything to the ground and like. Let's start again. Like, what is this thing that is burning inside of me that I want to do and create and be? And what kind of life do I want to create? And like creating a vehicle, a vehicle in the form of business to be able to make what you believe and what you desire for your life is actually possible and the and, and the people that you want to impact.
1: Well, I think and it's when you take like like you're saying, you have that courage, you know it's possible and you take that first leap and you know you're talking about the average of the people you spend your time with. And you know, you know, we live in the quantum, right? And so the people that you know, feel those feels like they naturally come into your space. And the thing that I love, like when you're playing the game, like you, a lot of people say and they'll sign up and say I'm an entrepreneur, but if you're not moving and you're not playing the game, like you're not a real entrepreneur.
0: I love the thing that you just said before because uh, you took the words right out of my notes and I'm pretty sure you haven't seen my notes, no. <laughs> um, uh, which is finding a better way. Yeah, Like there's got to be a better way. Like, and it's I, like
2: a burning feeling inside of you, like you constantly have this burning feeling down low where you know that there is something better than what you're doing.
0: Well, I think, and it comes
1: down to society's program, right? We're taught, you know, it's like and Al and I did that. We did the, we built a house, we had kids, we built a house really young, we did the white picket fence. Um, Al had a really amazing paying job and there was still this desire inside of us to go, we got there and we went, is this it? Is this it? And I think, right. So many, and so many people get brainwashed. Like what we thought was a great-paying job was like 150k a year. And I was actually having a conversation with a lady the other day, and she's like, "I left this really well-paying job, like this 100k a job, a year job." And I'm like,
0: "What? What,
1: what, what are you talking about? That's uh. no, how can you survive on that amount of money?" And I think that's what entrepreneurship does. It takes us out of survival into living. And Al and I are really passionate. It's a
2: complete paradigm shift. Yeah.
1: And Alan and I are really passionate about teaching people to create their life around their job and not the other way around because we're programmed to the cre-
2: other way around, sorry, darling. Create your job around your life. Did I- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to catch that one. No,
0: well done, Al. We love Thanks, you. Babe. That's why you're here. We're, no, you. No. You're, no. Okay. <laughs> Every breath is closer to our last, and and
1: it's like I have this feeling deep inside of me, and like I've been saying for many years since I've been in aged care, and I saw people on their deathbeds living with so much regret, and that would have been about 15 years ago now, right? And I would come home, and I would say to Alan, I'd always been like a not here to fuck spiders mentality. But I got a deeper feeling inside of me that I want to lay down at the end and know that I gave it my fucking all. Like when I take that last breath, I don't want to die with any regrets. And I think entrepreneurship is the place to do that because for me, it's not about the money, it's creating the freedom and having choice and being my own creator. And entrepreneurship creates the environment to be able to create a life Around our job and not the other way around, which most people do.
0: Last week, I spent three days away. Um, uh, you know, uh, I did squeeze in a little bit of business, um, as you do, but giving ourselves permission. And that was a stretch for me to be able to go, okay, I'm having three days out. I'm going to do something that I'm really passionate about, which is, you know, I did a horse clinic. Um, and I still think. It's it's a it's a it's a nice concept to think about, but also you know, like we become addicted to our businesses. You know, we become addicted to work and we become but addicted to it, but that's what it takes. Yeah.
2: It also it to- becomes a part of your life, really. It's like an everyday part of your life as your business. They sort of meld together. Have, yeah, you have to
1: you have to marry your business. You have to marry your goals. And people talk about, um, you know, I used to say fuck sacrifice. But for me, giving, I don't actually feel like I'm giving things up. Like I feel like not doing and not playing the game and not going to playing at, you know. With inside your
2: value system, yeah. With
1: inside my value. But I think for anybody, if you're not giving it your all, that is the deepest sacrifice, like that you lay down at the end and you know that you didn't give
0: it all. That's fucking sacrifice. Like for me. um, Like you sacrifice your potential when you don't do that. Yes. You sacrifice what's actually possible and and, and when you tap into those places where you think, okay, like and you experience what's possible and then beyond that, it's like, uh, well, it's, it's a spiritual experience, you know, and we rob ourselves of that when we stay stuck and we don't follow that burn inside of us. It's like, okay, well, I actually, I've heard this thing and like, we need to learn to listen to our intuitions. We need to, you know, one of my mentors, uh, and I, I, a million percent stand by this as well. Like, you got to do the numbers, you got to do the analytics, you got to do all those things. Like, if you're, you know, going into due diligence, but what's your gut say? Yeah. What's your intuition say? And if your body's a no, or if it's not in alignment, then don't do it. Oh, I actually call a little
1: bit of bullshit on that. Why? Because. I feel like when we're up against something that we've never done before, it is so natural for our bodies and our nervous system to feel anxiety and for us to talk ourselves into. I see it a lot in the spiritual community, right? It's a natural thing to go, it's not in alignment. It's not that it's not in alignment, it's that you've never fucking done it before. So it's gonna, f- you're not gonna feel it within your body. You're going to. Okay, let me
0: rephrase because I agree with you. I, sa- I'm, I, my blood pressure is going up through the roof now. I'm like. <laughs> 500 trillion percent agree with you on that people use that it's not in alignment I'm talking about if it's not in alignment with the vision for your life and with your value set when you're picking things out of
1: scarcity and not like that abundance mindset but I live by the saying like I never lose I win or I learn yeah so even those times where I may pick something out of scarcity and in the moment I don't even realize that I'm fucking well doing it I'm like I'm winning. And I think, you know, training, I know you don't like to talk about this hot topic, the nervous system, but I've been talking about the nervous system for many uh, years now and it's 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 a training of the
0: nervous system. Yeah. And I just think it's overused at the moment. Like I see it, like every, every motherfucker on their socials is talking about, Calming nerve. It's like the hot I topic. I don't want it, but let's not it's calm like, out. Like, I'm I, the opposite.
1: Let's not calm our nervous system. Stress it.
2: Let's yeah. stress you gotta it. You've got to retrain it.
1: Let's stress it and own it. So when I now feel stress in my body, I've actually trained myself to get excited. Like I'll start, laugh, start laughing because I now know that it's absolute bullshit. It's not real. It's, it's just your
2: nervous system trying to keep you safe, which is okay not to be safe. It's okay to push past that safety where your body's used to being and your nervous system's used to operating in there and expanding it and stressing it. Like you think about Navy SEALs and like high elite trained people, their nervous system all the time would be firing saying don't fucking do this but you've got to retrain yourself to push beyond that.
1: Tell the story about you free-falling in the plane yesterday.
2: Oh, yeah, well, we did our uh, flight training course on Saturday and um, the trainer said to me, if you're okay with it, we're going to do some emergency procedures. This is on my first lesson.
1: Second or oh, second? No, first
2: official lesson. <laughs> so we'd done a pre-flight before that and he sort of picked up that I was pretty okay on the in the plane. So he said, if you're okay with it, we'll do some emergency procedures. So first thing is we do a left rolling dive towards the trees. He goes, oh, look at the trees. The trees are coming up. But instead of panicking, you've got to keep yourself calm, catch the plane Throttle off, level out, and then pick up altitude again. So the normal reaction for your nervous system would to be get to get panic. scared, and Don't do flight and panic, flight. I did not feel one ounce of fear. Yeah, wow, that's at all. incredible. Because so I knew I was going to be okay.
0: Mm. And that's just
1: it's it's pushing. It's when we were talking about like the mindset and pushing the bar and hitting the glass glass ceiling. It's our bodies too. Our bodies need to get to that point. And in our previous business, like I was pushing pushing hard and I know a lot of people don't like that word push right and find the path of least resistance it's a boring fucking place the path of least resistance I tell you I I tried to do that in my coaching days and I would teach people find the path of least resistance and all I ever saw was mental illness that kept compounding and compounding on top of each other because they had so much time on their hands that they were creating drama inside their realities instead of getting out and living their lives and finding the edges and so in our last business, how, like, because I was pushing, how many days out of the week would I throw myself on the floor and give up and go, I'm actually going to get a job at Kohl's? It'll be easier. And so now
2: when but I. Now that you've been through that, now you've retrained your nervous system that that's okay. And it's okay to push through that and you're not going to die.
0: I don't get it anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since I've experienced that as well. I'm like, I used to experience that. So, like, we have to meet ourselves in so many different. W- w- ways on this, uh, journey of entrepreneurship, but you do, you need, you do need to come up against a thing and, and, and meet yourself. Uh, there's one other thing that I, I, I wanted to say. I, it's like a, uh, like you go through, uh, like a, like a funnel or well, sorry to the producers. I just whacked my mic. <laughs> um, uh, you, you got to go through that funnel and people call it uh, there's I, I guess there's lots of things that you could call it, but it, it takes fucking courage, mm. like, and and who you have to be for yourself, who you have to be for your mission, uh, do you know, uh, and anyone who, uh, you know, we see, you know, starting out on their journey, you know, like having that community around us that is going to, you know, prop us up and help us solve problems and you know and do the things Not, because maybe maybe this isn't
1: for you, or maybe you should give up, maybe you
0: should find something else. No motherfucker, this is your like you were saying before, your initiation. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. And 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 it's a consistent rite of passage. When we read you know, when we reach those new levels within ourselves and in our business and and, and then there's the conversation of worthiness. Mm, you know, and, yep. and 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 you know uh, in fact, I was chatting with a friend recently, so here's an he's an interesting uh, and i'm I am a hundred percent sure so many people could relate to this. So her mum was a uh, this is a friend of mine, uh, a, a civil servant, uh, quite a senior civil servant. She was on her uh, say a hundred she was at executive director level so um say she was between 130 and 150 like salary and so her whole life and uh, you know they actually were quite open about money in the family so she always knew what you know her parents earned and so uh her mindset was uh mum's got three degrees and she was uh, a senior executive so 150k or 130k whatever her mum's salary was uh was, is the most, but I'll, is, is, you know, is really amazing, which 150K is, you know, like in corporate land, it's still a good salary. But going into adulthood and my friend who's going into um, entrepreneurship, she realised that she's got this block of 150K, like I don't have three, I don't have, you know, the degrees and the experience and all the knowledge that my mum had. So I'm not going to be able to earn mm-hmm. 150K. Yeah. Like that's that's like really far off. I'm like, yo, sister, <laughs> like let's have a look at that because that's actually like that's just such a limiting belief a, a, a around our worthiness and our prosperity and, and the abundance that's available to us in this life. Mm. I am. Um-
2: the word that keeps popping into my head is paradigms. I don't know why it just keeps all morning as paradigms because people create these belief systems mm. and then they cap themselves in this little box where they like exactly what you're saying.
0: Yeah. I yeah. Was, and I, it's really I, unconscious. People don't know. It's just like how we grew up in our families. And for me, like, you More know. What's
1: society? We,
0: yeah. But I, I, like whatever you've experienced, like, you know, in your younger years, for me, um, uh, I haven't been bankrupt but um, some people very close to me on a you know, number of occasions like growing up, I, bankruptcy was a thing, right? Uh, and from experiencing that and watching people that I love go through bankruptcy, losing millions of dollars in property and families going from the high life to the low, you know, not to the low life, but, you know, to um, like quite scarcity and going through all that stuff was money is terrifying and destructive.
1: For me, it comes back to self-worth, right? So I grew up, Working hard on the land. I left school when I was fourteen. I was a mum at seventeen. Mm. So society told me, you know, being, you know, at fourteen, you don't have an education. You're dumb. You're silly. So I grew up thinking that. For is that many- because
0: you're a female? And from like from growing up in the country, like, is it was that a?
1: No, I just think it's society as a whole, right? And you know, my language isn't great. <laughs> you you speak <laughs> my, great, mate. My, my I have a I have an <laughs> accent. Um. <laughs> it's country not bogan so you're leaving school at 14 right big society tells us that you will never amount to anything you need a degree and our kids we gave the best catholic education money could buy right <laughs> because we i was counteracting that but school was never for me right i i was extremely intelligent but never consciously believed that because I didn't fit into the system. Mm. Then I was a mum at mm. 17, so if you're a young mum, like you're trash, you'll never amount to anything. And so it took me to my that, 30s. That
0: fucked the way?
1: I had this Ugh. deep, desi- like I, I, all these ideas, I literally could be a billionaire, hey, sweet pea, but now by like 20 times over. Just how my brain works. Mm. But I had to, even though I had the desire even though I knew it like I fucking knew it, I had to overcome society's program and go get the fuck out of my way, I'm coming. Yeah, And that's the constant battle I think of hitting that edge and something that I would like to bring up is we live in a society where, you know, we're going from, you know, businesses were made f- via hustle to like actually there's a better way and we can create it and we can manifest it. I believe it's a meeting of the two of those. Like it's the spiritual and the analytical oh, coming yeah. together.
2: You can steal my word and use manufacturing if you like right now.
0: Manufacturing.
2: Manufacturing. Manifestation through action.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> nice. I love, <laughs> that. I love that. I love that. I think we're always supported. Did you just make that up?
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I married an extremely intelligent, smart, sexy man. Um,
2: What's his name? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what does Confucius <Kefusha> say? <laughs> wrong time. Wrong time. Um, uh, what was I talking about?
2: You're talking about melding of the two together. So, yeah. So
1: God, he he he, our homeboy, right? He always has us. He's there. We're always it. You know, whether it's God, the universe, the quantum, whatever narrative you want to. uh, I subscribe to is we have come here to grow and learn. This is the land of three will and so there will always be that energetic support system but you are the creator. Got to back it up with action. We are the creator. Mm. And our thoughts and our actions are what create. So you can manifest, you can, like, um, meditate, you can journal, you can do all those things, but unless you're creating the action behind that, like we live in a 3D world, yeah, magic can happen from that. We've seen it time and time again. Time
0: and time again. But it's It's the action. Like it's the, well, it doesn't happen unless you put the bloody action behind it. And it's got to be aligned action. Yeah, it it pisses
1: me off. Like it really pisses me off where people actually put programs out there and they coach people that you can get into your feminine flow and you can flick the bean and do all these things to create reality. And I'm like it's idiotic it actually is fucking idiotic now I believe in manifestation like fully like I said look we've created so many realities from meditating priming we actually have a book on Amazon which is kind of a plug at the moment called you are your morning that we wrote oh many years ago now probably I didn't that know that ago. about you guys yeah, we had a we we created our reality by creating our mornings um and like massively blew up our lives by having this really strong um morning practice where we created our reality so we'd get up every morning and we'd have this practice that we would spend like sometimes two hours on and really it is is setting intentions yeah it's all it is is programming our mind right five percent conscious 95 of a conscious incantations were like the biggest thing for us like just for me, moving past that, you left well, school. Well, it's left. implanted
2: on a cellular level for your whole body when you do an incantation. You feel the emotion, you say the words, so it goes out into the quantum and then your body actually creates that reality.
1: Yeah, incantations where you're actually physically moving your body and like drumming it and reprogramming your brain. So not
2: an affirmation?
1: Not an affirmation. <laughs> an incantation. I love I love myself. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am worthy. Like you have to, like we go back to the you have nervous system. You've it. got to. Our body is a big. Our brain is a big, giant computer. And to get to from here to here, it needs to be reprogrammed like a computer.
0: Cool. I think this is a great conversation. I I, I agree. I just want to get into some other mindset pieces because we haven't got long left of this episode. Sure. One thing I want to talk about is perfectionism. Yep. and entrepreneurship. Oh. If you want to play the game of connection, perfectionism, <laughs> let me fucking tell you this right now, near enough is good enough. Yeah, People rob themselves of what's available in this life when they try and bring like excellence, yes, perfectionism will fucking kill your soul.
2: Yeah, one thing I used to always say early on when we started. I'm waiting is to give my two bob you, you can sit back and wait to be fucking perfect. While everyone else goes out and claims your real estate, because everyone else is going to be yeah. taking everything that you're thinking about doing, while you're sitting at home polishing everything, making, it, making sure it's all perfect. Just get out there and fucking start,
0: I, 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 you want- I, and, and get the bruises, and get a few war wounds, and make some mistakes, and, 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 and do the all the things. Back up. Yeah, can get- I give my two bob? Yeah, of course.
1: I'm a perfectionist.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: And I have created mega fucking success by being a perfectionist. So I completely agree with you, with you too. And I think entrepreneurship is creating your own narrative, right? Yeah. And so for, for many years, I did let that narrative of perfectionism is bad actually slow me down. Mm. Um now it actually doesn't slow me down. So I'm moving while being perfect. So I've trained my brain, my narrative is we look for the fucking best of the best. Nelson, our producers over there in the corner, going, I know what she's fucking talking about. <laughs> I, for me, I don't. I'm not half asking anything. And I think you said before, like excel for excellence. But
0: for me, strive for excellence. Strive and for excellence. do just strive for it. Embod[y] it. You know, bring. Let your. Let your. uh reputation of excellence like create that for yourself i'm but i'm just not here and i don't i, I don't have any expectation it's different to you and i i, I think that's fine but i uh like i i just think perfectionism uh can in many 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 cases in most cases hold people back if you're from not, taking if action you're not taking, and to they're if you yeah,
1: yeah. if you're hanging on and go i'm not doing that because it's not done yet i'm like I find a way for it to be fucking perfect and get done. And like Yeah, but you're a unicorn. Well, I believe I you know, I actually don't. I believe there's some really common denominators that you need to play the entrepreneur game. And one of those is extreme self-awareness. Oh extreme. yeah. So know you know every myself. second Every second of the day, every step, you've got to have extreme, extreme self-awareness about the steps that you're taking. And if I like decision-making, right? like you've got to be really fucking good at making decisions and doing it. And for me, when those decisions I'm making, I'm like, is this the absolute best it can be in this moment to make this decision? If not, okay, asking myself a question, how do I get this perfect right now? Mm. And then I find the way it opens up and then I do it. I think, like, if we're going to, I think we've got a few minutes left. So I think if you, have you spoke about anything that you want to, I think the key points that we could drop to help anybody that's new to entrepreneurship starting out. There,
0: there is probably one that I, did you?
1: I think I would just like to drop some key points for anybody that's stuck just starting out that I feel that could help people in their journey because okay. that's what I'm about. Okay. There no, you go. What huh. did you
0: want to talk about? Well, uh, the, the, look, I think this is like really important and I uh, the more we can, here we go, you're going to laugh at me, regulate our nervous system. <laughs> and She's
1: on, I'm going to get you a shirt, regulate your nervous system.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the more that we can uh, become familiar with, be really comfortable around our financial acumen. So what I mean by financial acumen is knowing your numbers, knowing what, uh, you know, instead of making uh, business decisions blindly or investments blindly and going, oh, okay, I'm going to invest in this 100K thing and, you know, it, and it's okay for you to live in possibility and it's like, okay, cool, I'm going to go generate that money to go and do this thing. But actually having a really brilliant, healthy, grounded uh, relationship to your money, where it goes, how it's managed and being a steward of our money is really important part of uh, our journey as entrepreneurs. Uh, how much tax do we pay? What kind of business structures do we have? Uh, what's our, you know, monthly PL? You know, like adjust it's um, and it's this is something that I see is so overlooked. And guess what? So many entrepreneurs that I talk to, they're hungry for this knowledge and they yeah. don't know where to get it.
2: They have so much fear around their money, yeah.
0: Well and yeah, I- but they don't know like and they just think, oh, it's it's numbers or, you know, oh fuck it, I just won't Whatever, you know, it's like, no, like, start off with the basics and, mm. and, and right from the very beginning, start having a really good relationship with your numbers and be empowered around money. And,
1: and I think it actually just comes from doing the steps, right? Like, if I think back to when we started our entrepreneur journey, like, we weren't great at that stuff. I was great at generating. I don't know
0: many people that are great around yeah, that. Yeah.
1: And I think, like, I, I'm slow with you. It's some, like, it has to be within our entrepreneur mindset but I think it's something that comes with time yeah as we dig our trench like I I learned so much from you so I think getting around the people that are actually great with money and know how to manage money it'll naturally you know feed into us Mm. but it actually does come from digging your trench and getting in and you know taking the steps all the things that you need in the entrepreneur suit will come along the way when you start digging your trench, if you get up every day and you just keep start taking steps.
0: Mm, I love that. I love, and you, you use the term all the time, dig your trench. Dig your trench. Yeah.
1: You, you And you can't, like you can't go, you can't not dig your trench, right? You can't just show up and go, I have all the skill sets. I've never done this before, but I've got all the skills. I've read a book. <laughs> I've watched a podcast. I've got it. Like it just comes by doing your doing doing the do and digging your trench. Mm. No way around it. Um. Yes, I agree. And he who digs his trench the farthest and the fastest, and the, the fastest and the hardest wins the entrepreneur game.
0: Yes. Is there anything else you want to add? That's That's it.
2: That's it. That's it. The bell saved by the bell. So I think in closing, the three points that really needed to be covered off are. Uh, First of all, it's becoming an entrepreneur is knowing that, there are, that anything is possible, yep. that, you know, anything that's already been created out there, we can replicate ourselves and not only replicate it but also improve on it and make it better. Mm. Second of all, it's um, getting around the right people. Yes. So making sure that you're supporting yourself, creating a network around you that supports your vision and your growth. Mm. And then third, it's just repeating Over and over and over again, but growing at the same time.
1: Consistency.
2: So consistently repeating and growing on those behaviours and those beliefs and the vision. The vision has to continuously keep growing.
1: Thanks, everybody, for tuning into Episode 5 of The Business Rupple. You can catch us on all major podcast um, channels and you can click the links below and contact us to come and learn more about us.
2: And jump on Amazon and grab the book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hooroo. (laughs) all right. <laughs>